Good day, good night. Benvenuto to Off the Woodworks. Abemus paponi. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, 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 oi. Marco Rivaio singa per noi. For all of you who don't speak Italian, what I just said is Marco Rivaio scores for us. Welcome to Off the Woodworks and we've got a paponi? We've got a paponi with the Montreal Impacts. Anyways, welcome to After Woodworks. I'm your host, Kevin Lagame. And today, we're going to talk about, later on in, on the show, in the second half, about the Voyager's Cup return game. Ah, Vendetta. Hopefully, hopefully Vendetta the Saputo. We're going to talk about that. The Edmonton and Vancouver rematch as well. In Vancouver that time. We're going to talk about the Champions League. Either the CONCACAF Champions League or the UEFA Champions League, the both return legs for the final for the CONCACAF and the semis for the UEFA and Europa League as well. But first off, great game on Saturday. What a beautiful day, beautiful sun shining, the ultras on fire, especially before the warm-up. During the warm-up, really on fire, giving a lot of energy to the players, and I think it shows. And by the way, speaking about the ultras, Way to make a stand. Good job. Way to go. Your point of view was heard around the continent and it was done with class and passion. It made headlines everywhere. I've seen it on MLS, ESPN, RDS, TSN. It made headlines everywhere. It was done with class. We got your point of view and I support you. I'm totally 100% with you guys. I was there and I agree 100%. It was uh, shameful last last Wednesday. It was shameful for Shamely Bomb to do that. Ah, so it was a great game, two nothing. Great first goal by Andreas Romero, and congratulations! His wife is pregnant with twins, so that explains the celebration. Why he puts the ball under his shirt, and good job, what a golazo! It's actually nominated for goal of the week, so right now go vote for it. Let's make a stand and let's win it for the first time this year. We were close, but we never won it. And go after it now, people. And what a first game as a starter for Daniele Paponi. Mr. Paponi. Abemus Paponi. Great game. He's quality. You can see his first touch flick to Devayo, which in another time, there's another perfect touch to get it to his his right foot and then swerved around like his first touch was really given space with the defender and he swerves around and shot it bottom left corner where Dodson couldn't go get it what a shot what a goal I am proud of the Italians and that's what happens with the Italians or should I say the Italian Mr. Duayo plays we need him on Wednesday I don't care what Shalibam says we need him for San Jose no we don't San Jose is a long trip Rest him for San Jose. Put him on Wednesday. So, Divayo on Wednesday. Hashtag tweet that. Divayo on Wednesday. I want him on the pitch. I want him to play and give Toronto something to think about. Give him for the money's worth. You can do it, Divayo. Come on. You tell Shalibam to put you on the field on Wednesday. You and Paponi have something there. I've seen something creative with you two. And I want to see it again. So, Divayo, if you're listening, which... I doubt you are, but if you are, we never know. 
tell Mr. Shamely Bomb that she want to be there on Wednesday, all right? You heard me. You do it. Uh, it was a beautiful game. The, the big change between that game and the last game was actually the formation. They tried to do a 4-4-2. Wait, wait, before, hold on your horses. Before you criticize a 4-4-2 like we did all year long last year, we hated it last year, there's a big difference between this year's 4-4-2 and last year's 4-4-2. Speaking, the big difference is in the midfield. Instead of having four midfielders aligned in a line in midfield, we have a diamond. So we have a diamond, actually, with Felipe on top and either Arnaud or Bernier in, the mid, in a, more of a defending midfield position with Pisano, Romero, or anybody else on the wings, map, whatever. You see, with that, it creates more opportunity for Felipe. It starts to release him a little bit because he felt trapped working with somebody else in midfield since the beginning of the season, I believe. And with him being more alone, we didn't actually see that in the game. We didn't see Felipe shine that bright on with that diamond formation. We didn't see that much. But it's gonna he's gonna get used to playing alone in the middle in the middle slowly again and start to shine. He's slowly gonna get in, in more form that way, I believe. And hopefully that's what happens because we didn't see it yet. But hopefully that's what's gonna happen with Felipe alone. In the midfield, Arno or Bernier a little bit in the back. With the amount of games we play lately, they're gonna alternate either Bernier or Arno in the more defending midfield position. Both are equal in their play and quality. Bernier has maybe a little bit more flair to his play, but Arno works so hard and he grinds everything out, and he's almost a soul of that team. This year, quietly, he's not complaining as much on the field. He's still complaining. I know. But not as much as last year. He's not flailing his arms around all the time like a bird like he was last year. But this year, he's working hard and he's, his midfield play is a lot better than he gets credit for. And Bernier, we all know what Bernier can do. And either him or Arnaud in the midfield, I think it's a good position, that 4-4-2. And then you get Poponi on top. Mr. Poponi on top with Devayo. Great chemistry. And that's where you see DeVaio's quality. There's one thing for sure with DeVaio, is every single first touch he does is almost perfect. He, he amazes me. He does with his physical boundaries, with his physical ability, he has boundaries. He's not the tallest, he's not the strongest, so in his limits, in his boundaries, he uses everything he has in his advantage to win experience and knowledge that's how you get to learn where your limits are and you don't try to do something stupid you always play within your boundaries as an as an athlete that's how you get wiser with age that's how you you see the play and the the action developing before it happens and you act accordingly between your limits that's what differentiate a veteran and a rookie so you never try something reckless you always know what your looking to do and you almost can always execute and achieve it with experience and that's why I love the Lyos play and with Paponi, Paponi is younger has a, a hold of play it's the first time in a long time I see in the Montreal Impact a striker can actually hold the ball on top and give the Vio the split second he need to actually create separation between him and the defender then execute his first touch and then be able to do an amazing shot like he did on goal 
and I believe it's going to happen more than not this season, that you see the pony hold the ball on top, create a fraction of a second more for DeVille to get open and execute his technical abilities and prowess on the field that way. So don't be surprised if that 4-4-2 with the diamond formation remains a constant. But I like what Charlie Baum says as well, that we need to be able to adjust our formation accordingly. Not too much. We still need to keep our identity. But if you use that flexibility with the formation against your opponent and actually work in your favor, with the flexibility, it gives opponents a question mark in their head. They're wondering what you're going to do. And that split second is all the time what you need to create separation and get away because we're not as physical as the other team, but we're faster. We're cleaner as a play. That's, I think it's a really underrated. We're clean. The shot, the passes we do are a lot of times are clean. And for me, it's an expression of quality that way. And I like that flair, that European flair to the team. That's what I mean by a European flair a certain finesse, a certain quality, a certain cleanliness in the play, in the passes, in the through balls, which we see through balls. It's been a long time I haven't seen through balls in the NLS in that amount. So I really like that with the fire. Crackers game again on Saturday. Yes, I said it again. The Chicago Firecrackers or the Crackers. You could always call them the Crackers. It fits as well. So it was a solid game for Kamara again. So if you have a second, go fifa.com slash fr in French. Asun Camara is featured there today. So take a look. It's a nice article by FIFA about Camara, where he's from, and basically what he likes to play. And never... It's a little biography of him. So take a second and look at that. Big day Saturday for Mr. Vendry Lefebvre, who has made his first team debut for the Montreal Impact. Number 55. Subbed in at about the 34 minute for... Alessandro Nesta, who re-injured or aggravated or just felt a little tug on his adductor muscle. I heard a couple speculations in different media and different persons. He might be available for San Jose if he wants to do a trip, or he might skip that game and be able to play the week after, in week 11. We've got a busy week. The more credible source I heard is it's actually just he, he felt a tug and didn't want to risk it. There's always a risk with Nessa that he aggravates his injury. And I hope that he just felt something and didn't want to take a chance. Just precaution. That's what I hope. So we get him back. Right now, actually, Kamara is always a rock in the defense. Either on the fullback or center back, he's always a rock. We met then our right. And on the left so far, and well, with a decisive pass. After a 100 second of play, he had a decisive pass, which is not too shabby for your first game in the big leagues kind of in the big leagues in quotes <laughs> so we're back in first we're back in first in the east with 16 points seven games played the big difference this time on top of the east is we're three games less played than the red bulls and we are only we're two points ahead so we got a chance if we win those three games in hand to create a big gap between us and everybody else. Kansas City's got one game played more than us, same as Houston and the Columbus. Houston, Kansas City has actually two game played more than us. 
So we have a chance to put a distance between us and everybody else on top of the East, which would be amazing. Who would have thought would be there in the beginning? Not Alexi Lawless. He said at the beginning of the season we had no chance, no chance of making the playoffs. But then, but then Akadu Makuzi asked him again yesterday on Twitter if we have a chance to make the playoffs, and he says it looks good now. So if we made ask Alexi Lawless a believer, you should all believe in the impact. And why not on Wednesday, Mandetta? Hashtag Mandetta! Mandetta, Mandetta! <laughs> yeah, the better the week. That did not go well at any level. Oh my god. Eh, one of the three. Only Montreal won, so we lost. So we're down to 10 bucks in the bankroll, off the Woodworks bankroll. So next week, I'll. Still thinking about it, Friday on Friday's show. I'll tell you what is the bet of the week, and hopefully I'll make amends for this past weekend. Because even in my fantasy, and even in my prediction as a whole, it was a bad week. It was awful. It was like watching Justin Brown play. It was demoralizing. Ugh. Speaking of fantasy, it's week 10 in the MLS right now. So be careful with your trades because a lot of teams are playing twice in week 11. So you want to make sure you're stacking up on those players from those teams. And especially the ones that play twice at home like FC Dallas. And there's one or two other teams that are playing twice at home on that week. Get a hold of those players. Easy points. And if they can actually pull double wins and double shutout, you get a lot of points to get defenders from those teams if you can. Dallas, for example, like Zach Lloyd whose value keeps increasing from week to week. Go get at it. Go get Zach Lloyd. Good choice. One of my players. Nostrada of the Woodworks this week. I was 2 out of 9. So that brings me to a total of 16 out of 43, which is very bad. It's under 500 by a big shot, by a landslide. So I'm going to try to redeem myself in the weekend. Right now, I'll study everything. If you got suggestions, email it my way. Off to Woodworks with an X at Hotmail.com. And the fantasy, I want to thank Andrew Weeby and Jason Seguini, who actually answered my question in the last starting lineup segment on MLSsoccer.com. The only thing they forgot, they forgot the X in my name. It's Off the Woodworks with an X because I'm cool. Not cool when you forget it. Think about it with an X. <laughs> yeah, so they actually answered my question on air, which was, who should I get rid of between the six players I had last week from Kansas City and New York? I had Barklidge, Olave, Henri, the Puma, Zussi, and the Claudio de Bieber Bieler. I actually decided to trade Barklidge and Henri. I traded back to get back Barklidge, who is back in my fantasy for this week. But I kept Jack McInerney, Happy Jack, in my fantasy. And I went to go get another San Jose player. I have uh, Shea Salinas now and Sam Cronin. So hopefully this week on my fantasy, which I'm gearing up to having three teams with three players and three teams with two players in my team that are actually playing twice in week 11. That's how you get more points and get ahead in the leagues. Because right now I'm getting my arse kicked big time. They're, I'm like down to not even top 20 anymore in all the leagues except out the woodworks. We're 12 
and I'm like 11. So go get at it. Join Off the Woodworks Fantasy League. It's on MLSsoccer.com. The league code is 15121-3320. Join us. We're now 12. Let's make it 20 before the end of the season. Let's make it 20. <laughs> so we'll take a short break on Off the Woodworks, and when we're back, we'll preview the Voyager's Cup. It's a cup, it's not the championship. Yo, when you're rolling to the carnival, anything can happen. What, what, say what, say what, anything can happen. Making love to your girlfriend, anything can happen. What, say what, say what, anything can happen. She's sleeping with your best friend, cause anything can happen. What, say what, say what, anything can happen. You roll down the block, come back with your guy and pow. Cause anything can happen. And we are back on Afterwards, and you can reach me on Twitter at Afterwards with an X. Like my page on Facebook, Off The Woodworks. Or you can email me with any questions, comments, suggestions for better the week. Off The Woodworks with the next at hotmail.com. So the Voyager's Cup return match. Hashtag Vendetta at the Saputo on Wednesday. Is it possible? Is it conceivable? Can Montreal overcome the odds and prevail on Wednesday? Can Edmonton do the same? Does any of those two have a shot to pull off the upset? Well, first of all, Edmonton, the Eddies, have no chance. No chance whatsoever to pull off anything. Trust me, Vancouver's going to score one or two at home. It's going to be a shutout. And Vancouver's going to go to the finals. But for Montreal, I believe Montreal has an outsider's chance to do it. It depends on one thing, on who starts the game. Because on today's practice, the practice was closed. Media had, did not have access, neither did the public, because people were tweeting last week. People were tweeting the lineups two, three days before the game, and the coach didn't like that. So he decided to close the practice for now. So everybody's like in detention right now. So there's a big detention going on. And the practices are closed. So for now, that's what Shalibon wants. So we have no clue what the starting 11 will be. Or the starting 18 for that matter. Because uh, who's going to be on the bench? I hope DeVaio is on the bench so we can pull him in. Or pull him in the starting lineup. DeVaio on Wednesday. That's what I want. And then Paponi create that chemistry again. So we'll see. Depending on who starts, we may have a shot. And tactically, what we need to do, I asked a question on Twitter this week, and I have a, had a couple of replies, to be honest. I had one, and it was from Vince Delia Le Victoire, who said on Twitter, in order to pull up Vendetta, Montreal needs to press high. They need to apply pressure high on the field. They need a quicker transition as well from defense to forwards, and open the wings to help create chances. So, Mr. Vince, you're absolutely right. If they can apply that strategy of opening the wings, pressuring high on the pitch, a better transition between the D and the forwards, well, they might have a shot. And if you believe Montreal has a shot, tweet us or email us or let us know at Off The Woodworks. Let me know your prediction for the game on Wednesday night. 
And there's a couple of games today on Tuesday and tomorrow on Wednesday. Champions League. Today, Tuesday, it's Borussia Dortmund versus the Real Madrid. It's the return game in Madrid at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium in Madrid, obviously. And they're down 1-4. Madrid is down. Borussia Dortmund's having a big lead. All week, Ronaldo was doubtful. Now he says he's on form to play. He says in a good form. They cannot win. They need to win 4 nothing to have a shot. And if Dortmund, God forbid, scores one, ah, because they need to, Dortmund needs, they're going to pull off. It's going to be an all-German final because Munich is up 4-0 on Barcelona before the game at the Kanu. Munich is already a power team in the world of football, but with the arrival of Guardiola next year, and for now, just the amazing performance that they're putting on week to week. It's one of the best teams as we speak right now in the world, if not the best team in the world. Very close with Dortmund. I don't see Barcelona. I think it's the end of an era for Barcelona. Yes, they still made it pretty far. They're going to win the league again. But it's the beginning of the end for Spanish football. Mark my words. I believe the next World Cup, it won't be won by Spain. Can be won by another team. And Germany is looking good so far. Their young players and young team is getting used to playing together. And it's going to be like Spain. It's going to be the majority of players from Dortmund and Munich making the team for Germany. And we all saw what that can do with Spain. You had half the team from Spain, from Real Madrid, and half the team basically from Barcelona with a couple exports here and there. But those two teams together, mixed to make one national team, it's very dangerous because they know each other. They used to play either against each other or together. It's going to be very dangerous. So watch for those two German teams to advance to the finals of the Champions League. And it's going to be a hell of a game. A Clásico at Wembley. It's going to be crazy. And on Wednesday night, the CONCACAF Champions League final return leg. It's a nil-nil right now. It was a pretty boring game. Nothing happened in the first leg. I barely watched it. Fell asleep. Had to watch Edmonton to, to wake me up. So right now it's nil-nil. It's a return game in Monterrey at Estadio Tecnológico. And look for Monterrey with Mr. Humberto Suavemente to score at least once and get the, the Champions League for a third year in a row. And Thursday, Europa. The Europa League. The red-headed stepchild of the Champions League. You get Chelsea against FC Basel. Chelsea's up 2-1. The game's at the bridge in London. And Fenerbahce 1-0 against Benfica. Before the return game at Estadio da Luz in Lisbon, Portugal. If you watched the Fenerbahce and Benfica first game, what was funny was... Some player missed a penalty, and then he started bawling his eyes out on the pitch. He started crying. The pressure got to him. I can feel for him. I would probably have done the same thing. But the pressure and his mistake ate him up so bad that he bursted out in tears in front of millions of people. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. And on Thursday night, the last game before the weekend, 
It's Portland versus New England. MLS Thursday night game. Actually looking forward to that. Looking forward to watching Portland play again because they continue to impress me. Their form as of late is very impressive. Caleb Porter's team is very entertaining to watch. They just beat Kansas City 3-2 at Sporting Park. Very impressive. Not easy to play at the Cauldron. Not easy. And considering that their goalkeeper is Mr. Donovan Ricketts, Hulele, Hulala from Jamaica. It's impressive that Portland are playing that well. Well, they probably need to score three goals every game to win because the Ricketts going to do one mistake and then he's going to miss a parade. He's going to go the wrong side and it's going to be 2 0. Then Portland's going to have to score three goals. But it's fun to watch a team go forward again. Look for Wednesday night, the Vendetta. Vendetta de Saputo. Will Montreal pull it off? Well, here's my prediction. I believe Montreal's going to tie it. They're going to score two. Paponi and Divayo. Paponi's going to open his account. And if Divayo plays, it's going to be 2-2. If Divayo doesn't play, we're going to score only one. So my prediction is that if prediction. If Divayo plays, Montreal ties it up 2-2. And we're moving forward to the extra time and penalty. And I won't predict the outcome then. Or if Divayo doesn't play, that's the only change I want. Divayo on the field. And it's enough to create space. So if Divayo doesn't play, we're eliminated from the championship again. And like the Ultras would say, no impact since 2008 for the Amway Canadian Championship. This is my prediction. Enjoy the game on Wednesday. Don't be shy to comment or anything. Thank you for being a listener of After Woodworks. Go subscribe to my feed. It's on Twitter, on Facebook. Go subscribe. Go like my Facebook page. I've only had like 21 likes. Come on. Give me a hand. I need more than 20 likes. Off the woodworks with the next. So, And on Friday's show, we're going to receive Miss Lisa Erickson from San Jose, who's going to help me preview the San Jose and Montreal game. So enjoy the game this week. And I'm Kevin Arame. Thank you as always, and have a great soccer. I don't wanna say goodbye to you So I'll just say goodnight to you My people, no goodbyes to you uh, I'm just gonna say goodnight